Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Munzer Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo Podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Married to Bravo. That's Married Number Two Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us hi chell hey julian do we have any new rates and reviews we don't all right let's talk about (laughs) the beverly hills reunion episodes one and two sound good yes so i think everybody looks great I, uh, but I feel like Lisa Renna looks okay. Oh, because the hair, isn't it? It's The hair is a lot different. From yeah, me. it's very different. I wasn't a huge fan of the hair, I'll be honest with you. Her hair is a, a kind of a shout back. Uh, a or a callback. Throwback, throwback. Throwback to her, I was on Playboy days. Yeah. Yeah. And was that in the 90s, I think? 10 years ago. Only 10 years ago? Are you that sure? Was 10 years ago. That's what they said. Oh, wow. Did you okay. watch the episode? You always that and I did watch it. <laughs> we right off the bat, we find out uh, when they go behind the scenes of the girls getting ready, Dorit really wants to clear up any kind of miscommunications that there were. Sure. She wants to cause more miscommunications. That's she wants to Dorit. cause more? Yes, that's what she does. Well, I guess she feels like in the season, she just wasn't represented well and she really wants to clear that up. Is she going to blame editing? I don't know who she's building. She okay. just wants to clear up miscommunication. All right. Andy checks in to see how everyone and, and what they're up to. And he says that this should be a celebration of women over 40 doing things in Hollywood and how in the past that wasn't a possibility. And then they said, is the 40s the new 30s? And the ladies agreed. I hope it is. However, it's ladies doing things mostly behind the scenes, um, except for Erica Jane. Being Erica able to James be a pop star. Yeah. But Kyle's producing and Dorit's making clothing and Lisa. I mean, Lisa has a popular show. I mean, they're all on a popular show that people watch. So, yes. yeah. They are on a popular But again, rich women over 40, Andy, rich women, they can buy their way in. They literally had to buy their ticket in. They did? Well, if you think about it, they're only on the show because they are rich and, you know, interesting. But if they were just interesting and not rich, they wouldn't be on the show. So, again, rich as well. Rich as well. Us normal, you know, closing in on 40 or over 40 women, we couldn't just, you know, break into Hollywood now. So Erica <laughs> talks about her book and her eviscerating temper, how she has a huge temper, mm-hmm. but she's never used it with anybody and on the show. And then they do they flashbacks. Do flashback, but that's not her full temper is what they're saying. Yeah. Well, she's got a worse temper. So she's got a real bad temper. Uh, we find out that her book, she, her parents haven't read it. Tom hasn't read it. And that's weird to Andy because Andy says every time he writes a book, the first person he sends it to is his parents who read it. Yeah. I think it's a little weird too. It especially is? since her mom helped with the book. They interviewed her. Yeah. You know, so it's weird. This was a weird 
uh, Erica Jane was in a weird headspace, I think, for this reunion. She seemed uh, a little distant uh, and at, at times mad and irritable, I thought. What did you think? I thought the same thing. Wow, that was very easy. Yeah, well, you said it very well. Kind of snippy, you know. But yeah. she also did say she had a migraine, so maybe that. Yeah, she's had probably to do having a bad it. day. Yeah. Everyone has bad days. Uh, Dorit doesn't have a swimsuit named after Teddy, and this was brought up. So mean. And Dorit said the reason she didn't is because Teddy's new. Oh, shut up, Dorit. No, that's not a good reason. What about Camille? Uh, well, Camille's an OG. Yeah, but uh, Dorit said that was a friend of the show. She didn't say that. Uh, but we ultimately find that Dorit says that Teddy is one person in front of you and a different person behind your back. No, that's not true. That's not true? No. Uh, do you think that's true about Teddy? No. I think that's Dorit. That is Dorit. And we saw that with us seeing later in the reunion flashbacks of Teddy calling to make things right with Dorit and Dorit rolling her eyes. And Teddy was like, I saw so much in this season when I watched it that I didn't realize that this woman really dislikes me. And she does. Dorit really dislikes Teddy. Why? Because she's peanut butter and jelly. Lisa's calling her teddy bear. She's a younger... I think Andy said it best. Are you jealous? Because she's like a younger, newer version. You know, she's a new housewife. She comes from money and talent. John Cougar Mellencamp. Dorit would love to have either of those things, you know? So, yeah. Dorit's just jealous. I think it's got to be jealousy. Dorit wanted... You know, she was jealous of Erica Jane last year. And now she's getting on Erica Jane's team. And now they both don't like Teddy. It seems like a jealousy issue. You don't think Erica likes Teddy? No. No, 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 no. No? Have you not been following Married Number 2 Bravo on Instagram? I've made many memes about it. No, I haven't. I think Teddy is the surprise popular girl of the season that nobody expected. They thought she'd be a wet blanket, boring, you know, but the fans are really responding to, I think, the fact that, you know, she's coming off more authentic than the other women. And so they're responding to that. And also, they made Teddy more more likable by kind of picking on her, you know? And then everyone's like, oh, no, we, you know... That this person, I feel like she's getting a little bullied. Mm. So, yeah. We find out that Teddy's not sure if she'll have another baby. Yeah. That the IVF was actually really tough for her with her boy. Mm-hmm. That she's not sure if she'll have another child. Yeah. We'll see. But her daughter says she wants another little I brother know. or sister. Little kids say that all the time. They do? Yeah. And then they get one and then they're like, oh, I don't like this one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what Lucy did? Yeah, my little niece. She, I mean, she, lo- she loves her brother, but they're kids. It's, it takes a lot to get used to when you have to share attention, you know, and yeah. toys and your life. Well, we find out that Teddy talks about when she did move to L.A., she had to work a lot of jobs um, because she didn't go to college. So her parents were like, okay, you're on your own. You have a car. She moved out here, and she actually started at the mailroom of an agency. But either... but. Here's the thing. When rich people who are like legacy kids with nepotism, yeah, you had to start in the mailroom. But how long were you in the mailroom? You know, though, as the daughter of John Cougar Mellencamp at a high profile agency in L.A., that she's not going to stay in the mailroom. Some people will stay in the mailroom their whole life. But she's got that upward mobility. It's just kind of like, hey, give my daughter a job and, you know, just make her start in the beginning. But, you know, she's going to end up something decent. And she did. An assistant. So... Yeah, some people can't even get in the door there. But assistant work is very tough work. Super tough work. But she's an assistant at a very prestigious L.A. agency. And a lot of people would love to have that because probably the next step is then agent. 
but she probably thought, I don't really want to do that and I don't have to. So I always love when people are like, no, I worked and I, yeah, but you still could fall back on the fact that you have money. Your parents have money. And there's a lot of connections that go along with being John Cougar Mellencamp's. Is it John Mellencamp or John Cougar Mellencamp? Cougar. Daughter, you know? So yeah, it's not the same. Cougar, I just, I, I like when they, middle tr- name. I like when they try to, um, is it? Is that name? Um, I like when they try to be like, no, we're just like a normal person. No, you're not. No, you're not. Is that a little bit of jealousy coming? Are you dereading? Yes. I'm, Are you dereading? But I'll admit it. When rich people that come from famous parents, when they're like, no, I just start at the bottom. And you had to play around at the bottom and go, oh, this is what the bottom's like. All right, I'm ready for the next level. And then they bring you up. Some people have to stay at the bottom their whole life. So, yeah. But do you not agree with that? I don't agree with that. Really? Yeah. What? I think that there's mobility for those that show... Uh, maybe they have to work extra hard. But for sure, who are related. the related people are going to move up. That's what I'm saying. But I don't think that people stay in the mail room all their life. If some they people don't, do. If they don't show some type of... Um... That's not true, Joe. Okay. Well, we disagree on this. Marriage. It's a big disagreement. Mm-hmm. So we find out Lisa Renna was nice this season, which was a change. And that she was actually motivated to change that way because how she acted in past seasons... The fans didn't like her, yeah. and she wanted to be a good role model for her daughters. She wanted to be likable to the fans. Is that what she wanted? I think so. Huh. Everybody does. Who would want to be on that show and be not likable and have fans hating on you? I'd hate that. Lisa Renna? No. She would hate that. She loves when people love her. Uh, Luann? No. Luann wants fans. She wants people to like her so bad. Oh, yeah? None of them are okay with it, even if they say they are. They're not. What about Ramona? No. People Ramona. like Ramona? Ramona's the apologizer. She tries to sweep things under the rug. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, because she wants people to like her. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. Now, how was Lisa Renna in the past? I mean, she was a little pot stir. Yeah. She was? Yes. So what would she do? Uh, she would just plant seeds. We've talked about this before. And then with Kim, Kyle's sister, you know, she knew which buttons to push, which things to say that were going to piss her off. Oh. Well, we find out that Lisa Renna actually watched the first couple seasons of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I followed her on Instagram while she was doing this. And she actually released Instagram stories. It was funny. What was it? It was just, she, like, there was an old picture of Lisa Vanderpump, you know, that popped up on the screen when she's watching. She was like, who's that? <laughs> like, she didn't recognize her. Really? Does Lisa look that different? She looks a little different. I mean, she's she had work done and she's older. I mean, it's, it was funny. It was like, she was shading them for sure. Why? Well, she was throwing shades at, or throwing shade at, you know, Lisa's, you know, appearance, and then also um, saying that she liked Cedric, that guy that used to stay with Lisa. That was in the first couple seasons. Who, I think Lisa felt like he screwed her over and wasn't loyal, and they were very loyal to him. So she was, she was throwing shade for sure, and saying that, you know, it wasn't entertaining, and thank goodness, you know, she came into it. So no. I think it was just for fun. Oh, okay, it was silly. It was for fun, but Lisa got offended. Yeah. Or Lisa didn't watch it. Kyle let Lisa know what she was saying, and Lisa was offended. And and Rena was like, "You didn't even watch it. How do you know if you're offended? You're just going by what other people say. If you watch it, you wouldn't be that offended. Yeah. I think Lisa would be offended. It's an Instagram story, is yes. what she also said. And it disappears. And I don't think Lisa Rena knows that you can record <laughs> Instagram stories and save them forever. They don't just disappear. Nothing you put on the internet disappears. But it was funny. From a fan's perspective. I thought as a fan, yes. To watch a cast member who didn't start at the beginning watch old seasons and comment on it, yes, it was funny. Then we talk about the Pally House situation and the confusion out of that. 
and why Lisa was really mad and what happened between Kyle and Dorit at that situation, which was the start of the three-way relationship between those two. Oh, the three-way beef? Yeah, the one where Lisa drove away. And she's like, yeah, where Lisa's um, uh, lawsuit got dismissed. Nah, yeah. And then she wanted to talk about that, and the girls were talking, talking about, about other things. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about Lisa and Dorit being on the same page and that Kyle kind of feels excluded. And Kyle says that Lisa likes new people and disregards her main friends. She does like new people. She always gravitates towards the she doesn't like either like old one friends. new cast member. Well, I think she just likes to have a lot of people under her wing on her team. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, they talk about Dorit saying the things she said about Lisa. And this was the first time that Dorit was held accountable for her words and everybody kind of spoke up against her. What did you think of that? It was good, right? Yeah. Yeah, because everyone's like, no, that's what you said. And then she says, well, I don't remember words specifically. <laughs> I know. <laughs> You're laughing. Why are you laughing? She doesn't remember words specifically. Well, she got to watch them. I know. You can watch it and you can see those words specifically said. Did you like when they had to watch the reruns and they put the camera on their face? Yes, I love that. What I love you, getting their reaction shots. You do? What do you think they're, they're thinking? They're like, oh man, that was dumb. Or, yeah, or that's embarrassing. Or I wish they wouldn't have shown that. Or I can't believe I said that. I didn't think I said that. Yeah. I didn't think they'd show that. Lisa uses this time to say that she's holding a grudge at Kyle. Because that's a callback to Kyle and Lisa's uh, previous conversation, maybe two or three seasons ago, when Kyle says, never hold a grudge. So there's obviously some kind of weird blood in between those two. What is she holding a grudge for? No, Kyle had said, don't ever hold a grudge, like Uh five or four seasons ago. Okay. And Lisa brought it up at the reunion. And so they flash back to that. Okay. Dorit says that Kyle's is controlled by Lisa, but Kyle denies it. Dorit said Kyle's controlled by Lisa. Yeah. Do you think Kyle is controlled by Lisa? I think in the past, Kyle has made decisions and moves based on how Lisa would react or what Lisa wanted rather than what was best for herself. Mm. So yeah, I think she's thrown herself on the sword a few times for Lisa. So this started escalating because then they started talking about Dorit telling Erica about leaving the beach house and how Dorit said that uh, Kyle was the one who said it. (laughs) Um, Dorit talks about or Dorit says that she actually talks without thinking. And that's why a lot of the problems that she's in is she, she in, which we had mentioned earlier in the season. But I think by her saying that it's, she's not holding herself accountable. She's saying, Oh, I just say things. I wish I didn't say all those things, but I just say things like, no, you have to take accountability because no matter what you're an adult and you can control that. You can work on that. But if just saying you're going to work on it, doesn't, you know, take it away. Well, she had even said she didn't really remember the Berlin dinner conversation. Doesn't absolve her from it. She doesn't remember the Berlin dinner conversation? That's what she said. Oh, my gosh. What, is, she on, is she on pills? What's happening? Well, Who's doing coke in her bathroom? They talk about Kyle leaving and, that, um, and how she left because no one was having a, an authentic conversation. Oh, at Dorit's fashion show. Yeah, and mm-hmm. Dorit feels Kyle's relationship is, fa- is fractured between them. Do you think it is? Yeah, of course. That's mm-hmm. what she said. Yeah, but do you think it is? Yeah, that's what she said. I know. Why wouldn't I take anybody for their word? <laughs> I don't know. 
I'm just making sure you're still awake because I know you thought you think this reunion so far is pretty boring. It is boring. It's I'm repeating everything I've said in the previous episodes all in one episode. But it's more commenting on their reactions to things they've seen now because the fun part is they haven't watched the show and now they have. So now they get to say, hey, I watched the show like Teddy being able to go, hey, Dreed, I watched the show and I saw you rolling your eyes and being rude and you really dislike me. Oh, that's the fun part of it. And people I, being called out and then also fans giving their remarks saying, hey, what's wrong with Erica this season? Or how come Dorie is such an a-hole? Or what happened to Kyle's purses? You know, stuff like that. That's interesting. Thank you. I'm so, nodding my head now. <laughs> you're saying no while saying it's interesting. Um, so then we go uh, to the next episode, which is Real Housewives Reunion 2. And Lisa plays with her boobs, her sequence dress. I like that dress and the that little trick where she goes up on them and then she makes a little nipple. Yeah. Did you like that? That was funny. I think it's funny. I'd wear the dress like that. Yeah. And we find out Erica talks about her latex outfit and how to get in it and what the lube was for, which is to shine the latex. And Andy's thinking, I've used lube and latex before. Never that way. What, in what way? What are you insinuating? That Andy likes to get in a latex suit and get sexy. Uh, we find out Erica spends about $40,000 a month for glam. Ridiculous. I bet Erica, I guarantee the look on her face, she wished she had never admitted that. Really? That was the worst thing she could have admitted. Why? Oh, it makes her, it doesn't help the likability factor with Erica, which people are struggling right now. People who want war fans of Erica are really struggling this season because of her teaming up with Dorit. And because we like that she called out Dorit and she called out Oh, bullshit. It seems now she's befriending bullshit and we don't like that. And I think it just, it it comes from such a place of gross privilege. Yeah, you have it and you can do that. But with people struggling so hard and working so hard, $40,000 a month, some people don't make that in a year. A lot of people don't. So it seems so frivolous and silly to be spending on wigs, makeup, lips and stuff. I mean, she could give money to, she could be a philanthropist. She could give a lot. We don't know the numbers on that, but it just seems like a big waste to most people. 40,000 is a lot of freaking money for makeup and hair and clothing. Yeah, it is, right? Well, she says there's people out there that spend twice as much as She had an attitude when she's answering this question. She's like, what's the big deal? What's the big deal? I man, I have no people that spend hundred, ninety thousand, hundred. I'm like, yeah, like people who are on world tours. I bet you Lady Gaga doesn't even spend that much. How much do you think she spends? I don't know. I don't think she'd talk about it. I think it's kind of like passe and it's something you don't talk about. Well, how would be the best way to def- deflect this conversation? I think if she would have just said, you know what, I wish I would have never admitted to that. Sometimes I've been known to spend that, but I definitely. You know, I don't want to. I shop I at Target about it. like you. Yeah, I'm just like you. Did you guys know Old Navy's having a sale this weekend? You can get three pairs of, what are they called? Shorts for, what? twenty twenty four ninety nine. What is that? <laughs> no, I just, it's, it just comes off as gross uh, when it, it, I don't know. I just, I wouldn't have admitted it because you're going to have a lot of people like me. We're going to go, ooh, no. What? Mikey is making a lot of money. Whatever you're doing, kids, drop out of school and do what Mikey's doing. Find yourself a rich girl and tell her she needs all this product and stuff. It just doesn't put the right message into the world. And I think, you know, we expected Erica Jane to spend money, but not 40 grand a month. Well, Lisa has over 200 shoes. 
That is didn't that seem bad? as crazy to me. Really? As just think, chill. Forty thousand dollars a month. That's not food. That's not housing. That's your hair, your makeup, your clothes. That's all material things. That's not sustenance. That's not anything. Well, Tom has it. That's why he. She well, she spend says it. she has it too. She said they said, "Is Erica Jane making enough?" And she said, "Yeah, right now she's making enough to do." Right that. now, I could think of a million things to do besides that with forty grand, maybe twenty, maybe twenty, but forty thousand. What's forty times twelve? I don't even know the math on that. That's in a full year. Child. Forty times twelve. Just yes. Okay, it's forty-eight. Four hundred eighty. Yeah. So four hundred eighty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. On your makeup. Oh my God. On your makeup and hair? Half a million dollars. That's okay. Here's my my problem. Okay. I get the real housewives and they're glamorous and they drive fancy cars and blah, 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 blah. Dorit drove a three million dollar car. But we can watch it, but then like hearing it is so knowing the actual numbers and us living in LA like we do where, I mean, the homeless population is, I mean, it's an epidemic. It's the worst in the nation. So we see people sleeping on the streets and I know I'm getting boring and you know, you're kind of looking away, but to know that half a million dollars, listening to the podcast are doing, (laughs) I'm just, you know what I mean though? Or am I, uh, should I get off my soapbox? Because I know this is the housewives and it's meant to be fun. And we know these women are rich and they spend tons of money on this stuff, but it just seems like maybe 40, not every, every month, Erica, how much hair could you need? What are you putting gold in? I don't understand. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm just so far removed from money that I don't get it, but I can't imagine that. I just can't. Mm. I mean, she's not like she's always touring for Erica Jane. So it's not like she constantly needs performance stuff. (sighs) It just made me sad. Pretty crazy, right? Yeah. Mikey is actually 30,000 a month. I think so. I think that's what it is. It's, if if we're if she's including flying Mikey and the crew everywhere that she goes, oh girl, watch a YouTube tutorial on like how to do your how to you know like you know get your face baked you know just do that on how to just beat your face and then watch something for your hair. I, uh. Teddy got a boob job before the show. Oh, and they definitely were like all sitting back going, mm-hmm. oh Teddy, you got a boob waiting, and Teddy just was like, oh yeah, I got this many cc's, I needed a little lift. And just shut it down. Yeah, because she breastfed. And so that didn't make her boobs look good. But you could tell the other girls like, oh, okay, Teddy, you're Miss. Oh, I'm not materialistic. Oh, I don't care about clothes. Oh, I'm not into all that. These girls have too many suitcases. And they thought, here we go. We're trapping her. And then, nah. No? Nah. Well, it was Andy Cohen who asked, right? Yeah. Andy Cohen. (laughs) Would you do a boob thing? Mm, I wouldn't rule it out. If I had kids and I breast, I mean, even now I haven't had kids and, you know, gravity is a mother. Let me tell you, it, uh, it's, I used to hear women when I was younger make jokes and I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. It's true. Everything they say is true. Got it. Uh, now we find out Kyle's house is burglarized. Horrible. Something we talked about before. Yeah. She lost everything. <laughs> I'm sorry. Our neighbor just walked by with, with the, the shirt, shirt off. off. <laughs> Dorit apologized about taking into account, uh, by not taking into account Rena's feelings. Our neighbor keeps walking by with this shirt off and it's cracking me up because he's like this cute little old guy and he's just like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm... He's doing it in front of the neighbor. You don't like either. I know. I hope she doesn't like it because I love it. <laughs> uh, Dorit apologizes for not taking into account Rena's feelings um, because 
now we find out PK has been treating everybody cordially. So everyone's cool with PK right now. Not in the past. everybody. Oh, who's not? Camille's coming. Camille's not happy with PK? No, because PK said to Camille in a scene they didn't air and on whatever, a scene that we didn't get to see that uh, he said, oh, I heard you used to be really difficult. To Camille and saying, oh, oh, I can't imagine you. When was that scene? Stirring the pot. They showed like a never before scene. Never before seen scene. Online? During this episode? No, yeah. When Camille comes out. Oh, I must have skipped that part. <laughs> <laughs> this, I, I don't think. Chell's so ready to be done with Beverly Hills. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think getting your husbands to watch this one. There's just no action. It's just uh, boring. Action, action. We want action. ACT. I-O-N. Action well, it's election. It's a very woman thing to do. What? Don't say all woman. What? Okay. Not all woman. It's a very gossipy thing to <gasps> do. You were comparing women to gossipy? That's no, I was sexist. trying to find a different word. You associated those two. Well, you not said all woman, woman and I said, don't say all women. And you said gossipy. Not all women are okay. gossipy. You're assuming that right now. Okay. But gossipy people do love uh, people going over the same story over and over again. And for me, it's Oh, like, do they? I Chell? already saw it, so I already know what's going on. We got to get their reaction. They haven't watched it themselves. We have to see how do they feel to know this person said this about you and did this. We want to know. Well, that's pretty boring. Okay. Uh, so, Erica Renna and Dorit are all good. And With we, PK, which is different than last season. Well, Camille comes out and yep. we find out she's not in contact with Kelsey. And then we go back into Dorit. Dorit's like a punching bag for this Real Housewives reunion. As she should be. She needs to be be. held accountable. Not saying a punching bag, but she needs to be taken to the task and said, you know, asked, why'd you do this? What's going on here? Why are you acting like this? Yeah. So Camille even finds out. Camille, she came. She's not having any of it. No, because she was like, hey, Dorit, why didn't you like my cheeky gift? Yeah. And then related it back to the panty thing. A listener, I think, wrote in with with that question saying, why didn't you react good to her cheeky gift? Oh, because that's the word you used when you gave Erica the panty. Ooh. Ooh. Dorit, again, doesn't like Teddy because she's a goody two-shoes. <laughs> so this is like two like different things from what she said before. Yeah. She went from person differently behind my back yep. to goody tissues. Yep. Teddy takes accountability for bringing up that thing three months after the fact to Lisa Renner. Yeah. And we all agreed that, yeah, she shouldn't have done that. Okay. But at least she's apologized and she tried to meet with her and Dorit's just like, ugh, ugh, she's so annoying. Then it's like a flashback of Teddy versus Dorit in terms of like uh, the glass incident uh-huh. and being high maintenance. Dorit and- is, if there's like... The Webster Dictionary should put Dorit's picture when it says high maintenance. What's the definition? Dorit. Well, Dorit apologizes for making Teddy feel uncomfortable in her own home Mm. for the glass thing. Yeah. And Teddy said, I just would have quietly went to the bar and exchanged my glass. I would have too. Then they bring up the swimsuit with Camille Mm -hmm. and then Camille actually sent out a tweet about it. Oh yeah, she did. You like that? Yeah. Okay. Um, then it went back to Teddy versus Dorit. Uh, Teddy talks about the latex and how late tax, not latex, uh, and how <laughs> Dorit was the one brought up that Teddy was bothered by her being six minutes late. Late and text. 
Yeah. Oh, when she was running late to get drinks. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that Dorit brought it up to Kyle about someone being on her case about being late. Isn't that crazy, child? That's exactly right. It's that if Dorit, Dorit's making out like Teddy made a big deal. Teddy wasn't going to say anything. She just got into this group of women. She would have probably never brought it up. But Dorit was telling everyone, which got back to Teddy. So Kyle's like, yeah, Dorit said she was late. And Teddy's like, oh, okay, yeah. And she goes, yeah, she said she was only six minutes and you freaked out. That's how this whole thing started. Dorit started it. But she doesn't remember the words she said. But she doesn't. She can't remember the words she said. Or the text she said. I remember everything I say. It's so hard. Uh, I hate Teddy. I can't remember what I just said. So then we go backstage and Dorit and Camille kind of make up. And I was kind of other. sad that Camille chased after I got to pee Dorit and said, ah, we're okay, we're okay. Because I feel like Camille did get off her chest what she wanted to say to Dorit, but I don't feel like Dorit really apologized that well to Camille. Yeah. But the ball gag, uh, we find out Camille actually wore it as a little bracelet. Um, corsage bracelet. Yeah. Yeah, and it's actually going into the Watch What Happens Everything house. Watch What Happens Everything? Watch What Happens Live? Yeah. What's that called? <laughs> watch What Happens Live. Yeah. You call it the Watch What Happens Everything clubhouse. House? It's a house? <laughs> it's a clubhouse. The Watch Happens Live clubhouse. It's a clubhouse. Yeah, but oh. you called it the Watch What Happens Everything clubhouse, okay. which was really cute. Yes, and she was very excited about that. Yeah. So. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Housewife's history. Yeah, that's what she wants to be a part of, right? Yeah. I wonder if they'll bring her back full time next season. I don't know. She's trying to. She can tell. And she has a storyline. She's about to get married. So the wedding's going to be huge. And she's got beef still with Dorit. That can always come back. So, yeah. Do you think she'll be accepted? I. Do you mean, do I think she'll be asked? No. I just don't see it happening. I think it's probably best for Camille if she remains a friend of the show. Um, Yeah, she's doing good this way. Is anyone leaving? Oh, I don't think so. I really don't. I think they might bring someone in because what do they have? Six right now. So they could use a seventh. Do you think Erica Jane's gone? Oh, that's the latest gossip on the streets that Erica Jane might quit because she didn't like her reaction that the people's reaction to her this season. So she might quit. I, I don't know. I can't see her quitting. Um, I mean, I can in the fact that she might be like, I have all these things going on, but she has to remember she has all these things going on because she's relevant because of the housewives. I mean, this show really makes you very relevant. And when you're off of it, a lot of these women just kind of disappear back into the And they want to be worlds. back in it. And then they want to be back in it. Danielle want, from New Jersey wants to sell more pornos. <laughs> I don't know if she wants to sell more pornos. I hope not. But I, I mean, she, she wants to be any. relevant again. Well, she wants to be re- she's been wanting to get back for a while. Yeah, yeah for sure. Jill Zarin's still hoping to get back to New York, and maybe she will. I don't know. Is she is she back? No. I think she'll probably make an appearance this season as friend a friend because she unfortunately lost her husband to cancer. Mm-hmm. And so that was uh, – they go to his funeral because Bobby Zarin was a big part of the show for many seasons. So, yeah. Oh, that's sad. Very sad. Uh, so then we find out uh, – they talk about the magazine cover, and Lisa says Jerry made a big deal about everything. Yep. Dorit apologizes, and then they talk about the headless photos. I did like that Lisa held her accountable in this, is that she said, you know, you made that staff feel bad. You were rude. They worked really hard. We've never had an issue. We had Nicole Kidman on the cover. I mean, that's a star. You're just Dorit. Calm down. Yeah. Calm down, Dorit. Calm down, Dorit. Mm-hmm. So what do you rate the first two reunion episodes? Um, I could have... 
I wanted more, a four. A four. Yeah. I wanted more. I mean, I did like that Dorit's being taken to task, and I do like that she's her, you know, she's being held to the fire. All the cliches I can think of, she's, that's happening to her. Mm-hmm. I still don't think she gets it, which pisses me off. Makes you mad? It does. Some people don't get when you uh, confront them. She's not self-aware. And then with Teddy... Um, and Erica, I think Erica's just, Erica just doesn't want to be there. She doesn't want to be there. She doesn't want to be at the reunion. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't you think her attitude, she could be sick. It could She's be the migraine. like that all season though. But yeah, this season has been kind of an Erica Jane doesn't want to be here season. Mm-hmm. Last season, she came out swinging and it was fire and she was telling PK where he could stick it. And I loved it. I was like, get it, Erica Jane. But this season, she just doesn't want to seem to be here. Kyle's coming out as a force. I like that. Lisa even... Just on the last episode. Holds Dorit accountable. Yeah. Camille came out swinging. I like that. And Rena's just laughing at everything and everyone and also making very blanket, untrue statements saying that Teddy and Dorit are just alike. And everyone's like, no, they're not. No, they're not. It's like, uh, Rena, you took the wrong vitamin today because they're not. I mean, do you think Teddy and Dorit are alike? It makes sense why people don't like each other is because they're more alike. But than those two are not alike. I'd have to think about it. Okay. Okay. Who did you think was the best dressed? Uh, Lisa's boob outfit. <laughs> did you really like that outfit? I like sequins. I sequins think Kyle nice. was the best dressed. Her hair looks great. Her new teeth. She got veneers. Her outfit's super cute. I thought the worst dress definitely goes to Dorit. She looks like people have made this comment online a million times, a bag of Doritos. She literally does. They have this purple bag, and it's, oh, she's getting dragged for her outfit. Well, no one likes her right now. Maybe she'll quit. Well, no, I think Dorit has to come back and redeem herself. So she's got to. Or she just has to stay the villain for the rest of the time. Yeah, she's going to quit. She doesn't like that people. I don't think she's that self-aware to quit. She's going to get on top of Andy Cohen and beg him to... Please, Andy, can you give me a good edit? I know I say these things, but I can't remember, Andy. How come your penis isn't going up like PK's goes up a little bit? Andy, please. Did you like uh, the cast reaction when they found out that Dorit did that? What did they do again? They just looked weird. Oh, yeah. I mean... I think everyone was just like, oh, yeah, that's how Dorit got stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that this episode is a B.O.H. Hall of Famer. Bored as hell Hall of Fame. (laughs) I'm going to put it in there. B.O.H. Bored as B.A.H. B.A.H. I can't even. It was so boring. Literally, if you guys could see Chell, his eyes are almost closed. He's asleep. This is the most bored I think I've seen you. And we had Jersey and O.C., and this is the most bored I've seen I don't you. think I watched the Jersey reunions, did I? Yes, and we talked about them. Really? <laughs> what are you talking Man, about? this is boring then. Remember yeah, zero. Zero. One and zero. What? You give it a zero? Whatever the lowest score is. And only because you don't like rehashing or because they didn't do a good job rehashing? I don't know. I think they just didn't do a good job. The other ones, I mean, I was, I was listening and watching those. Maybe I'm just sick of Housewives this weekend. Yeah, maybe you're just over... It's a... You guys, we just did how many episodes in a row? I watched seven. Yeah. I, I think it's, you'd give it a little higher than a zero. No, it's zero. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then. Burn it all down. Burn it all down. Well, we have one more part to the reunion and we'll do an episode about that begrudgingly. And hopefully. It might only be 10 minutes because Chell's done. Vanderpump it, reunion is better than what I just saw. It's going to be, I think. But you really liked it. Well, I haven't watched the Vanderpump no, this reunion. reunion. 
Um, I didn't really like it. I gave it a four. Oh, okay. I don't think I, it's not like a New York reunion. Can I talk you into a two? No. Okay. I don't think it's too worthy because people were actually called out. Yeah. And I liked that. It was boring. Okay. Well, to each their own. Joe. To each their own. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Married to Bravo podcast. You did it. You got through it. Woo. Woo. If you haven't already, <laughs> please rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on our social media, Married, the number two, Bravo, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you, Chell. Thank you, Producer Tilly. We'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you, Jolene. You're the best. I love you. Oh, this is going to make a bar. Bye. Bleh.